This is the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to the Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is Bible at awr dot org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. Welcome to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson, and produced in the studios of WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. I'm Jeff White. This is edition NWS 764 for release on Sunday, October 15th, 2023. On WaveScan today, the History of Broadcasting in Singapore, Part 1. We'll have more about FM stations in Fiji. As the world-traveling tourist knows, the island of Singapore is both ancient and modern. Its prehistory goes way back through the centuries into the unwritten eras of legendary events more than a thousand years ago. And yet it is these days a fast, modern, and bustling city of international trade and commerce. Here's Ray Robinson with part one of a three-part series we'll be presenting, covering the history of radio broadcasting in and from the island city-state of Singapore. Part one covers the period up until World War II. Thanks, Jeff. I've got a bit of a cold this week, but I'll do my best. <laughs> The earliest known written record about Singapore is a 3rd century account from China that tells of a settlement that was already established on the southern edge of the island known as Pulau Ujong, that is, the island at the end of the peninsula. It was in the 14th century that a raja from Palembang in Indonesia took shelter on the island during a storm. He was startled by a wild animal that he took to be a lion, and from that time onwards the island has been known as Singapura, that is, Lion City in the Sanskrit language. However, it's suggested that the animal was in reality not a lion, but a tiger. In the year 1819, the British established a trading post on Singapore Island under Sir Stamford Raffles, and this event is looked upon as the earliest beginning of Singapore's modern era. Ultimately, on August ninth, 1965, the island became an independent country in its own right. The name Singapore identifies the city, the island and the nation. Throughout the past several centuries, Singapore has come under the political and cultural influence of many nations and many peoples, and these would include the British, the Dutch, Portuguese, Thai, Vietnamese and Japanese. The three main ethnic groups on Singapore these days are the Chinese, Malay and Indian. The nation of Singapore is made up of some 50 islands, only half of which are inhabited. The main island measures approximately 26 miles by 14 miles, crowded into which is a population estimated in 2022 to be about 5.6 million people. There are many splendid tourist locations in Singapore, and these would include the Tiger Balm Gardens with its Buddhist culture, 
the Jurong Bird Park with its multitude of colourful and tuneful birds, Sentosa Island with the breathtaking views from the cable cars, and the Merlion as the symbol of Singapore itself. The Merlion stands in the water at the entrance to Singapore River, and it's a small statue with the head of a lion and the body of a fish. It was installed in 1964. It can truly be said, as their official website states, Whatever your interest, Singapore offers you the traditional and the modern, the East and the West. The first wireless station on the island of Singapore was given the call sign VPW, and this unit was an ARC transmitter used solely for the transmission of Morse code. The earliest known listing for VPW is in the year 1919, and the original allotted channel was 3,400 metres, corresponding to about 88 kilohertz in the long wave band. Subsequent call signs for this maritime communication station, which was located towards the centre of the island, were VPS in the mid-1930s and then GXM before independence, though subsequently this service was on the air under several call signs with the prefix 9. Two years after the coastal wireless station was established, the British Admiralty built a navy base near Selatar on the northern coast of Singapore Island. A new Spark Gap Morse code wireless station was installed quite close to the already established maritime wireless station, VPW, and this new facility was given the call sign BXW. In subsequent years, the call signs in use at this station were GYL and GYS. International shortwave communication from Singapore was conducted under the call signs 9VC, 9VF, 9VG and 9VP. Air radio calls to aircraft as well as the Volmet weather broadcasts are heard under the call sign 9VA. The transmitters for all the major communication wireless and radio stations in Singapore were located at a high area towards the centre of the main island. As was the custom of the early radio era in many countries of Asia and beyond, the first attempts at radio broadcasting were made by amateur radio operators and organisations. It was in 1925 that the Amateur Wireless Society of Malaya was formed in Singapore with the intent of establishing a radio broadcasting service with a 100-watt medium-wave transmitter. However, there was a delay in establishing this new facility, due no doubt to the fact that all of the equipment had to be ordered from England. This new station was finally inaugurated in 1927 under the British-style callsign 1SE, and it was on the air spasmodically on 330 metres, 910 kHz, for half a dozen years. The last known entry for this station in international radio broadcasting lists was in the year 1929. During the 1930s, Many amateur radio operators entered the international radio scene with attempts at radio broadcasting in the shortwave bands. The first of these radio entrepreneurs was Sir R. E. Earle, who represented the British government at the Harbour Board in Singapore. He operated his own shortwave amateur station, 2SE, and he was on the air with broadcast programmes on Saturdays twice a month. A couple of minutes ago I mentioned the amateur station 1SE and Sir Earl Station was the second in the colony, hence the callsign 2SE. During the same era, the callsigns of two amateur stations in Singapore were included in the lists of shortwave broadcasting stations. These were VS6XW, a new callsign, 
operated by Sir Earl at the Singapore Port Authority, with an irregular schedule on 28.75 metres in 1930, and VS1AB in the 41-metre band from 1932 to 1934. At the time, there was no local radio broadcasting service on medium wave, and therefore each station had to produce its own programming, which consisted mainly of recorded music. Interestingly, the first official radio broadcasting service in Singapore was a shortwave operation, not medium wave. The reasons for this would be twofold. First, the tropical location, and therefore wider coverage area on shortwave, and second, the intent to cover the whole of the Malay Peninsula from a single location. The first known logging for this new shortwave radio broadcasting station is given in the Melbourne-based radio magazine Listener In in mid-November 1933. The station was identified under the call sign ZHI. The frequency was 6060 kHz in the 49-metre band, and the schedule shows two hours each Monday, Wednesday and Friday. During the following year, the International DX Alliance in the United States gave the power as 180 watts. Now, in those days, the power of a radio transmitter was calculated at the input level, though these days the measurement is taken at the antenna output of the transmitter. And thus, this new shortwave broadcasting station in Singapore really had a rated power of less than 100 watts. Even though there was confusion in the radio magazines at the time, the correct address for the station was 2 Orchard Road in Singapore, the location of a commercial radio service. There is at least one known QSL from this period, a letter issued to an American listener in the year 1934. Soon after the shortwave broadcasting service was launched, plans were announced for the establishment of a local broadcasting service on medium wave. The transmitter power was 2 kilowatts, the operating channel was 1232 kHz, the call sign was ZHL, and the location was in a government building in Empress Place. This medium wave station began a regular broadcasting service on June 1st, 1936. Programming on both shortwave and medium wave was in parallel. A couple of years later, the studio facility was transferred to Cafe Building on Thompson Road. In 1937, work commenced on a complete new facility at Caldecott Hill in the outer reaches of Thompson Road under Sir Shenton Thomas. This facility, made up of studios and transmitters, was officially opened on March 1st, 1937. At that stage, the original 90-watt shortwave transmitter ZHI was redesignated as ZHO, and four new transmitters of 500 watts each shared the call signs ZHP and ZHN. The ZHP service was on the air with regularly scheduled broadcast programming, whereas ZHN was noted at irregular times with program relays to the ABC radio network in Australia. All of these call signs were noted in Australia and the United States, and reception reports were verified with the now famous, nostalgic, and yet quite rare QSL card depicting a sunset scene in Malaya. Soon after the new station at Caldicott Hill was commissioned, work on a big new shortwave station was commenced at Jurong, quite near the now famous Jurong Bird Park. In 1939, the BBC in London entered into a purchase arrangement for this Singapore radio station with the intent of establishing a high-powered relay facility for international radio coverage throughout Asia. A new 100-kilowatt shortwave transmitter was shipped out from Chelmsford in England, but it was lost at sea 
when the supply ship was torpedoed and sunk. As a replacement, a new 50-kilowatt RCA transmitter was shipped out from the United States, but this arrived with power transformers designed for the American 60-cycle 110-volt electrical system, not the British 50-cycle 240-volt system used in Singapore. The buildings and antenna systems were thus unable to be activated due to the unavailability of a suitable transmitter. And then in 1942, the island was invaded by the Japanese. But that's a story for next time when we continue in two weeks' time. Back to you, Jeff. Thank you very much, Ray Robinson, at The Voice of Hope in Los Angeles. Last week, we had a lot of information about FM stations on the Pacific island of Fiji. And I did a quick band scan of what I could hear on the FM band on my hotel balcony in Nandi, Fiji. Of course, most of Fiji's FM stations are available online these days. I was able to find and record most of them. The following are some recordings I made from the web streams of many FM stations in Fiji, including the ones that I already mentioned hearing on the balcony of my hotel in Nandi. Let's begin with the main government-owned station, Radio Fiji 1 on 93.0 MHz. <laughs> Next, going up the dial is Mix FM on 93.8 MHz with English pop music. Birthday calls on Mix FM. Proudly brought to you by Ali's Cake House. 100% halal. On 95.0 FM is Naitalai FM, a gospel station in Fijian. Another English language station with today's hit music is Two Day FM on ninety five point four. FM ninety six is on ninety six point two megahertz with reggae and other music for a young urban audience. Six breakfast with Banana Penny and Tifa. Hey, good yonder, it's 10 past 7 and it's Baby Friday. Okay, now the Water Authority of Fiji would like to advise customers living in the following areas to store enough water 
to use in advance, as there will be a planned uh, works at Waila Pumping uh, Station for tomorrow, which may affect water supply. Now we have a Hindi language station, Mirchi FM, on 97.8 megahertz. Mirchi FM, unplugged. FMF Breakfast Crackers, anytime, anywhere. Subrails, the home of quality living. Mirchi FM, did you know? FMF Breakfast Crackers, anytime, anywhere. Number one Hindi radio dial Mirchief FM up soon. FMF, a promise of quality anytime, anywhere. But it's Fiji Johe. Yaniki, Hamara Fiji Johe, ye almost Yaniki coffee. On 98.4 megahertz is Legend FM in English from the capital city of Suva. Legend FM time check with you play yogurt. Taste the bright side of life. Good morning, it's 7 o'clock. Legend FM news. Good morning, Amal Patinarawa at the Legend FM News Center. On 98.8 FM is Radio Navtarang in the Hindi language. Okay, so tell me, what do you like about Facebook? For our beauty, health, and our lifestyle ke liye tips. I love Bollywood and Hollywood news on Facebook. Girl, the gossip on Facebook. Oh, of course, drama. We Facebook pe apun family se connected rehta hai. Aap Facebook par hai? Facebook par kya follow karte hai? Radio Navtarang par Facebook kya kehta hai? Aap tiklare hai? Digital. On 100.4 megahertz, we find Gold FM with classic hits. From Oceania guests by spending $100 or more on their Sigwell products at any of their branches in Lami, Nandi, Lotoka, or Lambasa. But we only have till 30th September, Mboso. All right, Mochi. Buy from Oceania guests now. Don't Mboso. Conditions apply. word for hello in Fijian is Bula, and everyone in Fiji greets you with Bula, so you learn that one right away. There's even a radio station called Bula FM on 102.6 FM. FMF Breakfast Crackers, anytime, anywhere. Can a Delta Timber Supplies Limited for all your timber and hardware needs. And a Bula FM, number 2 NSF. Bula FM. FMF Lupi Chocolate Cereal. Shop and save. The more you shop, the more you save. Kena Northern Drugstore. Takia Building, Main Street, Lambasa. Just up the dial on 102.8 is VTFM in Fijian. 
I found it on 92.2 megahertz in Nandi. On 103.4 FM is Radio Sargam in Hindi from Suva. जो अब स्थित है फोर्टीनाइन रात तुम्हारा रोड समम्बोला में ठीक बी बैंक के सामने यहाँ पार्किंग की कोई परेशानी नहीं मैंशन ऑस्ट्रेलिया द स्मार्ट फिट टू योर डे समाचारों की सुर्खिया रेडियो सरगम सुर्खा संगम पर आज सात पर समाचारों में क्या कुछ रहेगा ये हम आप तक लेकर आ रहे हैं रेडियो फीजी टू इज द फीजियन गवर्नमेंट स्टेशन इन हिंदी इट्स ऑन वन एफएम रेडियो फीजी टू देश की धड़कन एंड एट द टॉप ऑफ द एफ एम डायल इज द एडवेंटिस्ट स्टेशन होप एफ एम ऑन वन ओ Now, in addition to the on-air FM stations, there are a few stations that are only online, such as Radio Andaz Fiji with Hindi music. There's another Hindi music online station called Radio Sangeet Masti with an interesting a cappella jingle that you'll hear in a moment.
सुबह से लेकर शाम तक और शाम से लेकर रात तक और फिर रात से लेकर सुबह फिर हम आपके साथ में हो जाया करते हैं रेडियो संगीत मस्ती का ये प्रोग्राम है बस चलती रहिएगा रेडियो संगीत मस्ती के साथ में और एक से बढ़कर एक गीत आप सुनते रहिएगा रेडियो संगीत मस्ती पर रेडियो संगीत मस्ती रेडियो संगीत मस्ती रेडियो संगीत मस्ती विद मो म्यूजिक एंड मो मस्ती रेडियो संगीत मस्ती विद मो म्यूजिक एंड मो मस्ती रेडियो संगीत मस्ती एंड फाइनली द यूनिवर्सिटी ऑफ फीजी हैज एन ऑनलाइन रेडियो स्टेशन कॉल्ड द वॉक्स You want to become the best news hound in Fiji, or the best radio jockey, TV anchor, or the best filmmaker? Come and join our exciting Bachelor of Journalism and Media Studies, the only journalism and media program which has been developed with assistance from the best editors, publishers, and journalists in Fiji. A practical, hands-on program that allows you to intern in newsrooms from year one. Program details can be obtained from the head of Department of Language and Literature, Dr. Kamla Nakar, via email kamlan at unifiji.ac.fj. The University of Fiji, future ready. Stay updated with the local, regional, and international news and current affairs daily at seven o'clock from the Vox Newsroom. Real questions with logical answers in the in-depth analysis of the newsroom daily at seven o'clock on the Vox. The newsroom analysis from the experts by the experts. Second to none. The Vox Newsroom. The Vox there from the University of Fiji. And that was our look at, or rather our listen to, the FM radio stations in Fiji. And we had Wavescan this week with music from Fiji. This is the group Rocco Pacifica and a song called Hanua Helava. Thanks for listening to WaveScan, the international DX program from Adventist World Radio. Researched and written in Indianapolis by Adrian Peterson and in Los Angeles by Ray Robinson. Next week, the history of radio jingles, part one. And we'll go to Australia to tell you about the HFCC B23 Shortwave Frequency Coordination Conference. WaveScan is heard weekly on KSDA in Guam. AWR relays in various locations, WRMI in Florida, WWCR in Tennessee, Voice of Hope Africa in Zambia, and IRRS Italy. Send reception reports directly to the station you're listening to. Reports for KSDA and AWR sites should go to qsl at awr.org. Other correspondence, not reception reports, can be sent to wavescan at awr.org. .org. I'm Jeff White at WRMI Shortwave in Okeechobee, Florida. Till next week, good listening everyone.
the Adventist World Radio, and you are listening to The Voice of Hope. For more information, please feel free to write to us. Our email address is bible at awr.org, or you could also call us on WhatsApp at plus one two two four two 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 zero seven seven seven. 